Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here, and welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for this week. Well, today, I'm going to tell a bit of a story, and this has been asked of me a number of times, and I've shared it privately with people, sometimes in small groups, but I haven't really put it out there. I think people, a lot of people know that I'm into this stuff, but I haven't really put it out there on an episode as such. So I thought, you know what? For 15 minutes, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to give you some actions and some tips just to kind of think about this because I think it's an important thing to be thinking about right now. And the topic today is resilience. Importantly, it's how to build resilience. And the question I get asked all the time is, Nick, you know, you've run, what is it, 60 odd marathons and 20 or 30 ultra marathons. And firstly, why did you do that? And secondly, what have you learned? You know, what has that taught you that you can apply to all areas of your life, but specifically also to business? So I want to get into that today because I think, you know, this idea of mental toughness and resilience is an important thing that we all need to get our heads around today. So, so this episode is about that. So firstly, let me answer the question, why? Why did I do it? So there's a couple of reasons why. One was I, when I started doing it, I was trying to connect with my grandfather And he was a massive influence in my life. And he ran his first marathon when I was 10 years of age and he was in his 50s. And he ran that marathon after having double bypass heart surgery. And he was the first Australian, I believe, to run a marathon after that treatment. So we are talking early 80s. So it was a very new thing then. People hadn't gone through it. So massive respect to him. And He passed away a number of years ago now, and he passed away actually of cancer. So his heart in the end wasn't the thing that held him back. But I remember the toughness that it took and the strength that it took for him to even face that fear and overcome it. And you could ask the question, why did he do it? And I I can't answer that. I don't know. I never asked him. But I know that he was one of these guys that once he set his mind to something and set goals, he would achieve them. And I like to think a lot of what I have in my my strength and my commitment to things comes from what I learned from him. So shout out to Ken Wood, uh, my grandfather, a truly inspirational man. But the other reason I started running marathons was, I think, because I was running away from stuff. And firstly, I was running away from the fact that I had huge amounts of achievement in my life. You know, I had the money, had the cars, had the status, you know, had the, the top jobs, but I wasn't overly fulfilled. And I think I've gone over that enough with people as to why I pivoted towards what I'm doing now, which is not a massive change. I mean, I was always going and working with good companies, transforming them to be great ones, but I wasn't doing it on my terms and living life on your own terms is the key. So so running ultramarathons for me was, was, was partly about those things, but it was also about a third thing. And that's the bit I want to get into today. I believe that if you really want to grow, if you want to become the best version of yourself, then you need to set tasks or challenges, if you like, which feel impossible. They feel so far out there that even the attempt to do them scares you. 
you know, creates anxiety, it creates fear because you know, setting a challenge that you know you can smash out of the park really easily doesn't really push you. It doesn't stretch you. It doesn't work the muscle, so to speak, to help you grow. And I'm a big believer in life that everything is about growth and it's about contribution. And if you're not growing, you're dying. So you've got to stretch yourself. And for me, and this is not for everyone, I get it. But for me, it was about taking on big endurance events, big endurance goals that felt, and to this day, still feel impossible from the outset. So the thing about it is, if you take part in something which is extreme, like an ultra endurance event, it's all about mindset. It's all about managing emotions. It's all about being super focused. It's about preserving energy. So it's funny, all of those things are really important as we navigate the current environment, aren't they? And it's a lot of what, when I coach people, I talk about these things because all of those areas, you know, mindset, emotions, being focused, preserving energy, being productive are the keys to success. So in many ways, I I learned a lot about myself by putting myself in an environment, in a challenge like that, which now I can apply to business and life. And the other thing I'd say is when you're running, say, a 100-mile race and you're 80 miles in, yeah, I did say 100 miles, <laughs> you know, 24 hours plus of, of running, you are 100% present. So there's no, as much as there's, there's things where your mind might be going all over the place, you can definitely feel where you are. And again, being present, being mindful is another characteristic of, of resilience. The more that you can train yourself to be comfortable in those situations, to be present, um, the more that you are going to be successful in the moment and then obviously longer term as you achieve your goals, okay? So for me, if I break it down into a few things, then I'm going to give you some tips. So, and I've talked a bit about this before, but you've got to have a long-term vision. The the short-term stuff that's going on becomes less significant when you've got a longer-term play. So we might be going through COVID-19 right now. We might be stressed about our businesses. We might be stressed about homeschooling and all the things going on. But if you've got a long enough vision of, of stuff and you can see that, this is why things like vision boards are really powerful, you can kind of correlate in your mind that actually this is just a moment and I can get through it. I've talked a lot about having a big enough why before. And as I said, becoming the best version of myself is the thing that drives me and supporting my family, all those sort of things. But, you know, there's a piece here where if you have that, that also can stimulate resilience. It can absolutely keep you focused because, again, if something outside of you is more important, the small things that are happening in the day to day don't matter as much. And the third area, and again, I I cover this, is committing to this kind of daily progress versus perfection. So the thing about running an ultramarathon, it's about relentless forward progress. It's impossible to run for 24 hours, as I said, without these elements. And you've got to have this idea that something that looks impossible from the outset is the real price. So whenever I entered one of these events, I didn't necessarily think that I was going to finish them. In many cases, the idea of just getting through it was an unknown, but that makes you massively feel alive. And of course, once you do participate and you put everything, you leave everything on the track, so to speak, or on the field um, or on the trail in my case, then you know that, that, that level of, of really pushing yourself to the limit, you, you come back a different person, you come back changed. And any of the things I've, I've you know, had to go through both personally or professionally are much easier when I know that I've worked that muscle, that resilience muscle, that mental toughness muscle that when I work with someone and they're saying, oh, my business is collapsing, 
I know how to put myself into the right state to be able to help them. Because to be able to put yourself into that position when you're going through something as tough as an ultra marathon, it's quite easy because you know how to work that muscle to get yourself back into that frame of mind. So I encourage people to test themselves, to put themselves into situations where they feel uncomfortable because it's it's conquering these things that's like training for anything. And in many cases, you're training for life's obstacles. So people often ask me, what did I learn from, from all that ultra endurance stuff? Well, I learned, I've learned literally that I can be tough in all situations. I can stay focused in all, all situations. I can be present in those situations. I can lead because I lead myself. And that's the, that's the critical stuff. So resilience is massive, but it's something that you can develop. And I believe everyone has the ability to develop. I just chose to do that through ultra endurance events. But it's helped me massively. If I look back now, the pain that I felt through some of those races, and there are times when your body's breaking down and all you've got is your mindset. That's all you've got. But that stuff has massively served me. And now I can just channel myself straight back to those places. I just have to think about it and go, you know what? I have the grit and the toughness. And because I've done that, as I said, it's easier to cope with any of the challenges that come, even things like COVID. And people have said, how are you so positive? How are you, you know, this stuff, it's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. It's only terrible if you see it that way. And I agree, there are some terrible things going on. People are losing their lives, people are losing their jobs. I get all that. But if you stay focused in that place, that is all you'll see. And you need to be able to shift and be able to get into the emotional side of things so that you are absolutely looking at the opportunities and the positive. So let me leave you with some, some strategies. So these are, you know, back, part of my background is psychology. So these are science-backed strategies. I'm going to give you five, okay? So the first thing is if you want to build resilience, you firstly have to change the narrative. And what that simply means is we often use words and messaging which doesn't serve us. So we might sit there and say, this is bad. I'll never get a job again. My business is going backwards. All of that internal language and programming is going to give you and manifest what is actually going to happen. So first and foremost, change that. I've talked before about the daily practice of affirmations or incantations to help change programming, but now more than ever, you should have some things that are helping and serving you to make sure that you are giving yourself the best information. You are talking to yourself in the most appropriate way. (laughs) Let's call it that. The second thing is if you have a fear, the best way to overcome a fear is to face that fear. So I often say, and back to my ultramarathon running, yeah, I was scared. I still am. I'm scared every time I take on a big challenge, but I know that if I get through that and break through it, I'm going to grow. And not only doesn't have to be about finishing it, even though that is the goal, the journey of what I need to go through to be the person who can finish that event is what shapes me. For the first and foremost, it's an old um, saying, but You've got to face your fears. You've got to feel the fear and do it anyway. The more that you do that, the more that you practice, the better you'll get. And what one thing that people don't understand about me is that I used to be a really bad public speaker. I used to stand up at school shaking. My shirt would be full of sweat. And I ended up doing debating and and all sorts of other things at school to get me comfortable doing it. And now I feel very comfortable, hence doing a podcast. But it's kind of what they call exposure therapy. And it's like saying... If you've done something a hundred times, your brain and your body start to learn that it's safe so that, you know, you're feeling that this is important. It may never get extinguished, but you'll have greater courage to confront it. So that's the second thing. The third one is practice self-compassion. So, you know, you've got to, this is not about loving yourself and being crazy about it. 
But there is a piece here where you've got to be mindful and kind to yourself and patient with yourself. One of the things I learned from my coach, Rich Lidfin, is, you know, slow down to speed up. Why are you putting so much pressure on yourself? Why are you getting stressed? And stress really is just fear showing up as stress. So anyone says, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. It's fear of something not working out. So again, you've got to have have this self-compassion. And sometimes having, you know, I call it a self-compassion break, you know, um, where you just need to step away. And that could be for a day, it could be for a couple of hours, it could be for a week, but you have to be able to have a place which just lets you connect again with being present. The thing I said beforehand about being present. Again, I learned this from running because that's all you've got when you're in that state of, state of, let's say chaos, but state of pain. <laughs> okay. Fourth one we've spoken about lots and lots, meditation. Huge, huge, huge. If you want to get resilient, meditate twice a day. The thing I'm experimenting with at the moment is transcendental meditation. A lot of celebrities have done that. Um, People like, um, oh God, Jerry Seinfeld, I think has done it. And there's Hugh Jackman and others. It's got a bit of a sort of celebrity following. But the thing I like about it is it's very practical. And I do it twice a day now, 20 minutes twice a day. And it's based on different mantras. So it actually brings a little bit into the whole incantation piece. But, you know, I'm not an airy fairy dude, right? So the whole idea of kind of, you know, I'm trying to find karma through meditation, that's not what I'm doing for. I'm doing it to be present, to build up the resilience muscle. The more I can be present and focused and have the courage, the more that I'm going to be able to achieve more and be able to navigate everything that's going on. And the best explanation of meditation I heard the other day, which I loved, is that if you imagine you're a boat on top of the sea and and there's you know, rough storms and the boat's going all over the place and, you know, it looks really quite chaotic. But if you go deep down underneath that boat, down into the the various layers of the ocean, it's still and it's calm. And that's more or less what your brain is like. Okay, so the whole idea of meditation is just to be able to tap into the, the layers of your brain, the layers of your psychology and your emotions where it's calm and being able to call on those things when it matters. And the people who are the most successful that I've interviewed on this podcast over the last 18 months, they all have some sort of practice of meditation or silence. So I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you are trying to work that resilience muscle and trying to build resilience, this is a must do. And the last one is cultivating forgiveness. A lot of us hold grudges. We blame. We don't mean to be, but we become victims and we, we kind of think that everything that's happening to us is a result of the world wanting to rip us apart and tear us down. But the best thing you can do is, is firstly take ownership for stuff. Realize that, you know, there are things that happen to everybody that we can't control, but all you can do is manage the way that you respond to what happens. There's a great saying, which the event happens, the outcome is only determined by your response. And it's hard. I get it. It's hard. But the whole idea about cultivating forgiveness for me is forgive yourself first. You know, be be kind to yourself, but forgive yourself first. And the whole idea, that's why I practice gratitude every morning. That's why I use the five minute journal. It's a, it's a gratitude app. And it's amazing because it connects you with what's important. And the whole idea that actually your why is so much more important from that makes everything easier because it's just not as important as you think it is. Yeah, even if it feels terrible, you know, right in the moment. Okay, so they're the five things just to kind of give you those again. I know we're pretty much at time for 15 minutes, but, you know, give me, give me a minute. (laughs) First one is change the narrative, the way you speak to yourself. The second one is face your fears. Go and do it. Third one is practice self-compassion. 
third one is meditate, particularly transcendental I like, but have a look what works for you. And the fifth one is cultivate that forgiveness, that gratitude. These are the steps. This is what I do. This is what I advise. And this is what I see works with everybody. So that's what I taught myself many, many years ago through running impossible events like ultra marathons. But I've taken that same thinking, that same practice, and I've just applied it differently. But I can tell you what, you don't have to run 100 miles to get this. You can do the things I've been talking about. But resilience is a skill you can learn. It is something that will help you and serve you. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, Just a quick shout out. If you haven't subscribed and you're listening to me regularly or you haven't left a review, can I please ask you to do that now? Uh, particularly subscribing, because I want to kind of check and see how many people are getting value from this and and just trying to measure a few things like that, particularly as we launch into the US in the next coming weeks. So please go and subscribe, leave a review. I'll be very grateful for that. So thank you. And as I always say to finish off, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. And if anything, today's episode, you can understand why that mantra is so important. It's something that I've cultivated through all of my thinking around mental toughness and resilience. Okay, thanks very much. Bye for now.